to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back, guys. Okay, I'm going to talk about a subject we've kind of talked about before, but I had this come up with me this week, and then I saw um, a a great article on um, the seven uh, biggest problems with the feet. Uh, so, um, and we've had people ask about bunions. I have bunions. Um, I don't know if not that's a big deal, but so bunions I know are just what they're they're a they're a growth on the is it a growth on my on the outside of the of the foot, usually usually they're on the outside of the right, toe. right, and right, it's, um, right, and and it's very genetic and hereditary, but can mm-hmm. definitely be avoided and prevented, and at least yeah. worked with. <laughs> I I did not prevent it. I did everything I shouldn't do, so I have awful bunions, and I can't wear high heels, which is probably just fine. Um, but not just this article; it was really interesting. But what happened was. Um, I don't know. I think I was at my stand-up desk. It was, but I had this shooting pain um, down the arch of my foot, out of like the clear blue sky. It just started hurting down the arch of my foot, and I thought, well, where is that from, right? <laughs> and so I immediately thought, what would Valerie do? And I got out my um, my tuna ball, and I started rolling my toes. I started rolling my my not so much my arch, but more my toes my heel. I started, um, I laid down and did some hip openers. Uh, I, so I started working on that whole chain of my foot. And so it was really interesting to me. I wanted to talk to you about the feet and how, how, how much we beat them up (laughs) (laughs) and how important they are to our overall, um, overall health, not just in running. Yeah, and it's it's interesting, and I always think maybe this is part of why I gravitated towards uh, running. I'm not sure, but when I had um, botched surgery as a kid on my feet, on both feet, so I have missing bones in my two uh, second toes. There's no, they took the bones out of those, and it's just scar tissue, and there's a lot of nerve damage and pain that goes with that. And they said when I got the surgery, um, you can't do sports, you can't jump, you can't push you know, you're always going to be compromised. Right. And I was like, right. Yeah. (laughs) And also no high heels. So for my whole life, I've dealt with my feet. And so from the very beginning, and I've been, I'm just, you know, one of those kids played outside barefoot. Um, as I got more into activities, I've always had to wear like wider shoes. You know, we always had like, I wore Birkenstocks all through high school. Um, and now I wear wide, my, like I have to have a wide toe box. But I tell people, like, the more you're connected to your foot, and it's so simple, like, the exercises are so easy, you know, toes crunches or picking up things with your toes, that if you've ever been to physical therapy, if you've got plantar fasciitis or shin splints, it's the first thing they give you, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't, you know, it's, it's, you don't even need to have anything. And most people, because of the disconnect with the foot, with the shoes, number one, Um, We're just not doing foot exercises. Um, It's amazing if you're not connected with your feet, like just like you said, the rest of the chain all the way up the body is compromised. Right. Well, and in this article and to their benefit, they're 
you know, they're doctors of orthopedics. So I would expect nothing less for them to say, you need to change your shoe and you need to, um, in one case, because it was a strain, a stress, a uh, type of stress fracture between the toes, um, they wanted you in a boot. So no. Talk, talk no. about, talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also this is really nice timing. Not that it was a fun, but I fractured my ankle three weeks ago. Uh, a home injury. I was cleaning my carpet and I stood up. And when I stood back, my ankle turned under and fractured. Could not weight bear on it. I could not place weight on it. I three. It's three weeks later and I'm running and I'm just fine. I never put anything on it. In fact, I now if you break something, please know that this go to the doctor. But when you have things that are like um, need just recovery and rest. Did I bounce on it? Never. Did I put more weight than it could take? Never. However, you need to keep blood flow and movement to the foot. Most broken feet anyway, guys, unfortunately, all they'll do is tell you to tape the toe, you know, next to the other one or something like that. And so the boot, unfortunately, now let me say this, if you're out that you work in a job where you are around a bunch of people and they could knock into your feet, then yeah, protect that foot. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But to heal and recover the foot itself, the foot needs to be free and you need to learn to you know, work the foot. And if you're sitting elevated, absolutely. But the thought that we need to restrict the foot itself, it's kind of old fashioned. And, um, you know, and again, nothing against podiatrists because they deal with like big issues. But mm-hmm. guys, if you have like you're running and, and, you know, this is just I watch this all the time in people. I've, I've worked with a lot of people that they were stuck in a boot and then they get out of the boot and then what? Now right. you're starting all the way over. Why not do the exercises that you can still do while you're recovering? That's that is a perfect segue to the next thing I was going to talk about is we've talked about our membership and, um, that's part, that's one of the reasons why we've had a couple of people ask like, Hey, I'm injured or, um, I'm going through some pain right now with my feet. Can I still come into the membership? Uh, they want to come in before yes. we raise the price. Um, but that's when I was, <laughs> I say, yes, actually, I prefer you almost to come in and go through the three, the three week immersion that we go through where we're really concentrating on pose, fall, pull, because they can work on the mental side. Yes. It's all static. So talk about that. Talk about that staticness and the perception of learning that new movement. That's a great topic, by the way, just to keep on just for a second with that. We, we had someone, we've had two people. uh, One came all the way through the membership. One I worked with at the military, both of them were scheduled to have surgery for compartment syndrome on their shins, which is extremely painful, guys. I mean, it's like a shin splint gone so wrong. And both of them decided, I do not want to have surgery. I would rather try to correct my running form. And fortunately, both of them had like the wherewithal to do it, if you will. And mm-hmm. for the military guy, saved his career because the guy that he was told, if you don't if you can't pass the military test, you're not going to go forward, whatever. So, I mean, this could be a huge thing. And what they both did, not knowing each other, they don't know each other. They both went through the same program is the beginning of the runner X course is simply learning the running gate cycle, which you, you learn in place. So you do not have to be able to run to start learning how to run. And Caroline said it really well, the shift in mindset of learning to run almost requires you to not run for a couple of weeks. Right. Because every time, say, you, right? 
Yeah, that's kind of what I what I told the one lady. She said she needed to, uh, she had a stress fracture and she needed to wait, rest for three weeks. And I said, that's actually perfect. I would rather you just listen to what Valerie says. And you can, she, if she can't, if she can't stand and pose, she can still do things um, by listening to even what you say. Well, and we have, well, a couple of things too. We have a lot of strength and exercises right. that are seated. And it's, mm-hmm. and honestly, you can even, I even have modifications where you can put one of your legs on a chair or something. So That's there's a lot thinking. of ways. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways to modify and that that's the best part of being in the program is you can talk to me all you want to. So, yeah, you know, we can work on this stuff together. Right. Right. And, and I'm sure, you know, bringing this, the idea of self-care to your podiatrist is not going to be something that they're foreign to, right? That is what each, uh, the seven, the article that I, uh, that I read that talked about these seven things, they did say things like, um, rolling your foot on a, uh, what is it? A, um, frozen bottle, right? Sure. You know, that sort of thing, right? The idea of rolling your foot, the idea of lifting your foot, keeping it up, um, those kind of things. But the, the one that said boot, I knew would, would kind of get you. So I kind of set <laughs> you up for that one. Um, okay guys. So join us next week where we're going to talk about, um, how long does it take to get out of shape? Okay. So join us next week. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the run RX podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.